0: Hello and welcome to the Lib Dem podcast, this is our third instalment from the general election kind of debrief. We've talked about what happened, what the next step should be, but clearly a big thing for the Lib Dems is who or our next leader is going to be and what kind of traits we want from that leader and what the leader needs to do going forward. Um, before I get into all of that, of course, you can, I'm joined by, uh, I was going to say Sir Richard Kemp. I keep on wanting to put it I know. Yeah. It's, it's just a matter of time. That's it's there's that. a that's right. that's letter. <laughs> right. uh, uh, Richard Kemp here, who is the leader of the Liverpool Liberal Democrats. CBA. Uh, and uh, you can follow him on Twitter, <laughs> at, at Councillor Kemp. Um, you can follow myself, uh, John Potter. I am the leader of the Preston Lib Dems. And you can follow me at, at John Potter LD on Twitter, Instagram and everything. You can follow everything to do with the Lib Dem Pod and at Lib Dem Pod. Please throw us your questions, any queries, anything at all. If you want to to phone in and be a part of this podcast, we now have the equipment to do that. So anyone who's interested and thinks they've got a story to tell, by all means, let me know and we'll see what we can do. Um, Right, Richard, you have already done a blog post saying about Ed Davey and you think he should be the next leader. Would you like to elaborate?
1: Yes, I I do that for a number of reasons. One is, as you know, I supported him in the last leadership election. But I think that the next three or four months can be very important for our party. Uh, When you look at, I think, uh, the shit that's going to hit the fan, certainly in the Labour uh, Party. Um, I want uh, a leader of the party who's strongly rooted in the party yep. who's accustomed to working the national stage and he's now our only former cabinet minister uh, left and he was yeah, a cabinet was...
0: minister of the secretary of State for Scotland
1: Oh, so he was, yeah. So yeah, I take that yeah, back.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I don't think Alistair no, would be Alistair, putting himself... No, Alistair... <laughs> I, I, I tell you truth, I, I I really like Alistair and I yeah. think if he put himself forward, I'd be very tempted to support he's him. He's a David Penhaligon figure for yeah, those who have been around a yeah, long time. Yeah, and, and he... Um, I don't think he wants it. I no. think You know, and basically he's done such a good job at uh, keeping the, the Lib Dem Whiskey Club going. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and actually, which has kept us going right the way through coalition, basically. <laughs> you speak for yourself? Uh,
1: I, I'm a gin man uh, I, I, myself. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah, so, so, uh, uh, uh,
1: campaign ability, presentability, he did have a very good election. He did? When he was going around the, you know, the CBI, Federation of Small Businesses type meetings, came over very well. A seasoned campaigner, he won his seat in the way that you and I have recommended. He got councillors elected, I don't think he was a councillor himself, uh, and, and built his party up. He's now got, a most important of all in the short term, a huge majority yeah
0: thank god you said majority yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, this,
1: this, this is pre-christmas uh, so <laughs> don't let the children watch it it'll get worse <laughs> uh, so i just think that we need to get on with this uh, because i still don't see people who can be the leader this time apart from them i can see the people who could be the leader in five years' time, uh, but I just don't see
0: uh, people with that gravitas and experience now that a leader needs. I, I, The way I approach this, I haven't decided one way or another, generally, because you know I voted for Joe, um, and like I thought Ed had a very good leadership campaign as well, mm. to the point where... I you, think... yeah, you were wavering a bit I, of well, at one Well, one point he was so good in some of the hustings uh, that I, I was generally th- thought, I was definitely Joe, and I thought, mm. and then in the end, I went with Joe anyway, um, but he, he did really, really well. Now, the question that, there's two things that come to mind straight away, is, and, and you do hear it from people, him being a former coalition minister, does that baggage still hang around his neck?
1: Uh, I think that the further and further we get away from the coalition, that becomes more and more irrelevant. Uh, But also, I think there are so many horrors in store
0: that austerity will look like a teddy bear's picnic Fair enough. but you can understand oh I can understand. understand that's like, a, that, a that, question that, to be that's asked. a question to yeah. be asked and actually one of the things I think about and I'm trying to work this out in from the terms of what the Tories did and you know they had William Hague they had Ian Duncan Smith and it was all and then what they then stumbled upon was Michael Howard that kind of settling figure that bit, that got the Tories from speaking I to i wouldn't self. have described him like that but uh, yeah. well no but you know what yeah. i mean he was narcoleptic not... i would have thought yeah <laughs> but but michael howard steadied the ship for yeah. the tories that enabled then cameron to come yeah. in yeah now is that the sort of role you uh, think And kinnock you... yeah well, yeah, also, yeah exactly happened yeah.
1: exactly the same yeah. way michael Just... foot looney yeah uh, two two elections in which they stabilized um, uh, 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 I don't think that I can foresee a leader after Ed at the moment mm. with a parliamentary party that is so new. Because even some mm. of the resist- existing ones, uh, Vera and Layla,
0: I think are very good. Oh, only two only years. have only been there two and a half years. Now, does that matter? Does that matter? Is uh, it, no. Is is continuity in terms of what Ed would bring more important than? A, a breath of fresh air or, or so a new dynamism to the party?
1: Look, at the end of the day, we go back in one of our earlier podcasts in, in, in this little uh, group of three. Uh, I was talking about the fact that this becomes a presidential election. Mm. Yeah. Uh, people, when they want to be a president, uh, want to elect a president, uh, are looking for competence experience, stability, uh, and uh, at the moment, Ed's the only one that's got it.
0: But are we fighting the election on what we think right now, or should we think about where we're going to be fighting the election in five years? Where will those, even the brand new ones, say say Daisy Cooper has been getting a few headlines, where will they be in five years' time?
1: Well, in five years' time, they might be ready to be the leader if Ed Davey stands down. But I can't begin to forecast what the electoral Mm. result will be next time.
0: But this is, obviously, this leader we are thinking about is going to be, you know, if you think of most leaders, even if Ed has, if Ed becomes leader and he has a very good election but thinks, you know, that's probably me done you think this is the leader for the next seven years, because you don't just, you know, again, I don't, I'm going to keep referencing to Michael Howard, yeah. but he was leader, but he needed to leave enough time for Cameron then to pick up the mantle and yeah. take it forward. Yeah. So seven years is a really long time. So wouldn't it be better to, if, if, if someone lived Dem now thinking, look, we need a breath of fresh air, I'm not sure about Ed Davey for whatever reason, mm. to go with their heart and say, actually, I'm going to go with uh, a... a Christine Jardin or something like that and think mm. actually she's got five years to prove herself and then the next election as well.
1: Yeah I, I, I'm fortunate that my heart and my head uh, are going in the, the, the same yeah. place uh, at the moment. Uh, I have a tremendous respect for Vera Hobhouse and Leila Moran. They have been our star performers in some ways yeah. on the media. They actually yeah. outperform Joe Swinson yeah. in in a number of ways. I, I regret I to mean, say. I think
0: Layla's going to be the big challenger. If we if we if we if we think if I was I, I don't know either Wait. way, but it looks like it would probably be a Layla versus Davy battle would be my kind of. If I had to put my two pence on where it would go,
1: uh, I uh, wouldn't even. Guarantee that there'll be a a battle, but. Oh, you reckon you're all right? Okay, fair enough. Who knows? If I was to look at who might be there Mm. in seven years' time, based on what's there now, and of course things change, I think we would have a superb choice between three women: Mm. Layla, Vera, and Daisy. Okay. who by that time will have her feet I don't, I don't, under the table? And don't tables. forget
0: uh, Wendy Chamberlain, who's just been elected for North East Fife as well. I, I she, don't know I, I her I don't, in well, the same way. I don't know way. her either, but I'm saying, uh, one of the things I'm very cautious of right now, From this is my personal view, is I don't want to rule out anybody.
1: Yes. I, I, because, absolutely. Actually,
0: you know, Wendy Chamberlain, I do not know a yep. thing about her, apart from she's apparently a, an absolutely brilliant campaigner. Well, there. to come
1: back after losing by two and have that yeah, resilience. E- exactly. She ain't no chicken, is she?
0: No. And so, I'm, I mean, again, I generally have a, a level of respect for most people that put themselves forward for the Lib Dem membership because we don't generally have idiots within our party. Particularly not idiots getting to the top of our party. Um, We've managed. Yeah, <laughs> um, oh yeah, we're doing all right. Um, so it will be very interesting to see where the Lib Dems go with this. Um, and what, so, what do you think there will be? A, do you think there even will be a contest? You just kind of mused it there, or do you think we will keep an interim leader going forward, or do you think Ed will want? No, I am the leader. Uh, well, I,
1: I think the party uh, will decide, not Ed. Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I yeah. think that uh, fairly quickly there needs to be uh, a meeting of the federal board, which yeah. I'm sure there will. Which, incidentally, has a, a strong campaigner now. As its president yeah. in Mark yeah. uh, Pack, uh, I think it's uh, important that they should put the option of a new leader to the uh, party.
0: Yeah. Ready for spring conference in uh, March? Or?
1: I don't understand the timetables, but no. but but soon we don't want it dragging on. If if there is going to be. Uh, an election. I just have a horrible feeling that an election now would be a distraction. Uh, you will not be able to choose between the two of them on policy or principle yeah. because we're very united. Do we really want to have an election now based on personality?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, perhaps we do, but I, I don't. I want to get on with the job. It's actually our smallest set of local elections coming yeah. up this day except for these quirks of uh, mm. police commissioners yeah which uh which we should I, scrap so, should scrap. so yeah. i i partly so in, in terms of councillors this is our smaller set of local but i i just think they can be very important and i don't want to be distracted in the yeah. way we were I, I i thought it was disgraceful that there was an element of distraction uh, during the general election campaign for the presidential mm. uh election now as it happens well less than a quarter of our membership voted yeah. which didn't surprise me because i think most were so i got i mean i did vote by the way yeah. uh well, i've got more important things to do
0: and, and I mean, but it's a di- it's a different level of um uh of responsibility being the party president and the party and the party leading no i was just saying yeah, yeah. yeah but um but what I, in my in my head because i am obviously do have, we do have elections this uh, may coming is that Maybe holding off till the summer might be a sensible way of doing it, but an yeah. interim leader isn 't a leader an yeah. interim
1: anything is never anything yeah. what so what's he doing is his job to reform the party is his job to uh, reform the parliamentary party is his job to set out new yeah. policy lines yeah yeah, which are those well he ain't going to do we, can't, we can't let,
0: yeah and and I suppose also you know. Brexit is going to happen by the end of January do we really want then five months where we don't have a front and centre Well phase one of Brexit is going to happen by the end of (laughs) January.
1: But yeah but I think that also that there is a a job for us because we haven't really discussed policies apart from saying that our policies were good. Mm. Uh, I think during the general election we suffered in a way from having one and too many. Yeah. So what I would like to see is a leader laying out the ground on four issues, five, three, I'm not, not going to be fussy about it, on which we are coming up with things that are absolutely unique. Now, I know as parliamentarians, they have to deal with the Treaty of Utrecht, or knows yeah. what else, yeah. but what do people care about? They care about our NHS care about our educational system, they care about employment, they care about climate change. Those were the four big issues that were reflected back to me, apart from fox hunting, which I think is just a very good set of campaigns. So I think that the leader and the leadership and people like you and I in our Mm. council chambers have to get to the position where everyone knows that the Lib Dems are
0: really, really good at the health service, etc. It's it it is interesting because again from a marketing point of view it's kind of a it's kind of an awkward thing because you know you think of the success of Nigel Farage and whatever you think of him obviously and I have lots of things I like to think of him, um, but he had one goal and he just stuck with it. He just stuck with it and he ultimately changed the Tory party into becoming his party. UKIP. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now whether what our leader has to do going forward is gonna be is is a very difficult one to also sell in terms of where what's our position on Europe going forward? Obviously we want to try and get as good a deal as possible because Remain's dead. Yeah, you know, it's over. That yeah. argument that, that argument's gone. Yeah. So what is the and I heard I was listening to the Romaniacs podcast where they were urging saying if you suddenly go straight away to no we're going we want to go back in. That's our campaign, rejoin. Um it might actually do more damage than actually having a slightly more moderated tone and saying, actually, okay, we want to go for the deal. You know, a bit like we were saying, progressing in terms of your argument locally, progressing that argument um, towards closer relationships with Europe, and then hopefully in the future we get uh, to rejoin. But that's very difficult. We're going to have to think what we're going to do, because there'll be a lot of people that will be hurt by Brexit Mm. that will never vote Tory, will be disappointed with how Labour did. They will, might come over to the Lib Dems, but we've got to get our position right. Yeah. Uh,
1: I think it would be ludicrous for us now to say that the day after we leave, we're going to apply I'm paying to join. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I am not just a Remainer, I'm an internationalist. Yeah. So my response to that is to say that we will have a foreign policy mm-hmm which will embrace Europe as a major way forward. At the local level, for example, I'm saying that the Liverpool city region should have an embassy in Brussels. Okay. Uh, But I also think we should have one in Delhi.
0: Yeah.
1: So if we are concerned uh, about one element, a vital element, I admit, Mm. uh, of of, of, uh, foreign policy, uh, let's, have come up with proposals which will minimise the harm that that they will do. And who would actually argue, a Remainer or a, a Brexiteer? saying, shouldn't we be maintaining strong connections with our biggest market?
0: Some Brexiteers would say no. Well, some, <laughs> yeah.
1: some, but forget <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah, know, yeah. the lunatics. Uh, yeah. uh, but I'm talking about the people who are amenable to an intelligent discussion. There are many levers yeah. who are. Shouldn't we be doing things like having embassies I- I- in Brussels? So I think we've got to enunciate a very clear rational alternative foreign policy, because what we haven't got from uh, certainly the Labour or Tory parties is is
0: a rational foreign policy. Yeah. Oh, we're going to reclaim the empire, but but I don't think so. But it'll (laughs) be one of those things is foreign policy never, I mean, this goes for British and American politics, foreign policy tends not to be massive on the domestic kind of agenda. Yeah, but but why would
1: I want an embassy in Brussels? mm, It's not for the mm, diplomatic reasons. No,
0: but I'm saying it's not a vote winner. Uh, No, but if you
1: said that we are really worried about our car industries on Mm. Merseyside, who are going to be affected by legislation, if we say our universities are losing out on research grants, which are meaning less Mm. jobs. So yeah, this goes back to the the complaint about why we just said revoke Article Mm. 50. It's far more nuanced than that. So yes, don't talk to people about embassies in Brussels for the yeah. sake of it. What we want to do with this foreign policy, this embassy, whatever it is, is we want to do this, this and this, because I can show that's important for the UK and yeah. Liverpool. And,
0: and I suppose in kind of wrapping up this whole kind of debrief that we've had, what the interesting part will be for our leader is how he or she compares to what... To Boris Johnson and whoever Labour chooses as well, yeah. uh, and the the dynamics of the Lib Dems is also altered by what happens with those two parties. We, we're, not, yeah. we're not we're not we're not isolated without them. If if Labour suddenly have a far left Rebecca Long Bailey kind of character, and a Boris Johnson again, we will be seen as a moderating force, and whether we can get a passionate, moderate argument is difficult to sell. yeah, And that leader's got to be able to do that. Whereas if Labour tax slightly um, uh, sent more centrist, and, and Boris Johnson, in order to appease the new working class constituencies that he has, has to maybe tack a little bit more central in his economic policy, then the leader's got to find a space within that shrinking sphere
1: well the leadership has to because yeah, so, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so one of the things uh, if I was to say who are the 11 people you'd like in Parliament no that's slightly wrong because there are lots of people I don't like see in Parliament yeah, 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 yeah. But if if I, if I was to ask the question what do you think of the 11 MPs you've got I'd say what a bloody good team we've mm. got I see real promise so I want to see the leader creating eleven star performers, mm. I mean one of the mistakes we made after two thousand and fifteen the uh, NHS is clearly a key issue for lots of voters, and we didn 't have an NHS spokesperson in the House mm. of Law, uh, in the House of Commons for mm. a, a large part of it uh, because in two thousand and seventeen uh, yes two thousand and seventeen not two thousand and fifteen when Norman Lamb got the uh, um, select committee yeah. uh, chair's position, we then moved to a situation uh, where our um, our health spokesperson was in the House of Lords. So that's why choosing four or five grounds... So in Leila Moran, we have an absolutely superb educational yeah. spokesperson. She's done really
0: well. She's done really years, well. Yeah. The
1: unions like she, her, not well enough.
0: I don't know why. Again, this is something that just come on. My dad doesn't like her. And my dad's kind of a uh, was a kind of left-leaning sort of guy, but for some reason he doesn't like Leila Moran, and I, I, he can't put his finger on it. He thinks she might have a similar problem that Joe Swinson had in presentation-wise. Yeah. If it does come to an election between her and Ed, I think she might win, if I had to put my monies on it as well. If you had to bet your house, I think there's an, I think the swell of not having a leader that was part of coalition the fact she's had a good two years um, puts her in quite a strong place with the membership, but we'll see. We can't. We can't. We can't decide. We've that only anymore. got a vote each. Yes, that's right. And on, on that, I have to. Um, call it a day because i have to go pick up the wife and where are you going old uh, trafford center shopping i think so the 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 lies he's told his wife to be allowed out night after night i I think anyone who anyone knows chickens
1: are coming home to roost. anyone who knows
0: what the kind of cattle market i'm about to go into i think we should put the hashtag pray for potter or something at the bottom of the gives a damn yeah (laughs) but no but thank you so much richard for for doing this so uh, it's a pleasure so we've 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 thoroughly debriefed what we think is the general election, and again, again, we're going to say this again and again to Lib Dem members and supporters, keep going, keep going. Yeah. Whatever happens with the leadership, even if it's the person you want and the person you don't want, whatever happens... Won't bre- affect me, won't affect what, yeah, you. Whatever don't. happens with Brexit or the Labour Party, we are c- in control of our own fate and what we do locally. So get out there. Get campaigning, start representing your area and make wins, little victories. Yeah, and get the
1: satisfaction from doing things every day. You think my area is a little bit better than that. Two people now think they know a bit more about liberal democrats yeah. and liberal democracy. You build it up. It can be, if you chose to do it, make it a, a really big, terrible task. Or you could say, I'm going to make this fun. So do all the serious stuff. Make sure you go out for a pint with your mates uh, sometimes. Uh, Don't just have fundraising events, just have times when you can meet and have this sort of chatter.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And uh, we'll come, we'd come and do some chatting. Yeah. for people if you like. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I, I as long as it's within 2 miles of Liverpool yes, I'm yeah. more because yeah, everything West else Preston. everything else
0: is the outer limits, <laughs> <That's> right? <laughs> so, no, so, we'll no. come and uh talk to people. Yeah, absolutely. More than happy. We have uh, even loves. we've even made inquiries. I, I know you have and I certainly have about whether we could do a live thing at the spin conference, you know, actually get the audience in and have a good old debate about stuff. So we'll let you know if that happens. So Can we'll, I be we'll... Jeremy Paxman? No. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, That's on an that, we will thank you so so much do have an amazing Christmas and New Year um thank you so much richard for this year i think do we call this end of season one i don't know if we have seasons but we'll call it end of season one well, but yeah. we, we have thoroughly enjoyed doing well this i'm podcast. not going to get my reindeer out no. should we join hands and do our no we should, and... no we shouldn't what you can do though <laughs> is that you can follow richard on twitter at, at councillor kemp and he has facebook pages as well you can follow myself on at, at john potter ld on twitter instagram facebook the whole lot and obviously Lib Dem pod at Lib Dem pod is all there on social media as well. Do let us know. Oh, I was going to ask a question, sorry. We're going to do quick fire questions, Richard. Okay, <coughs> very, very quick. This is a new one Now we had people come in and I promised I'd read them out. Okay, social media, did it matter in the, in the election? It, it was useful. It was useful, but really important. Labour had more traction, more engagement, more views than miles more than the Tories and it meant nothing in yeah. the end to it. So while Twitter and everything else, we all use it, it's good as an added bonus. Remember your keys to campaigning, get door knock and do your leaflets. Yeah. Um, get wet. People
1: like you delivering and, when it's pouring uh, down.
0: we will talk the question about the revoke policy, we've talked about that and also about where that policy came from and how it does. Go back to again one of our previous podcasts where Richard gives his insights on how policies are made within the Lib Dems. And uh, if there was a problem with the revoke policy and how it was implemented, that will be all part of the party review. It, it wasn't so
1: much a policy, it was a marketing bid.
0: Okay, there you go. Um, did Jo spend too much time doing interviews and touring? Did it cost her, her seat? That's kind of the leader's role. Absolutely. Um, you know, we have to rely on the leader's team back in their constituencies to defend their seat.
1: Jo had a good campaign. She did what a leader should do. She was out pulling her troops uh, out, giving them a morale boost and getting the regional press.
0: Um, do we think there will be roles for some of the defected MPs like Luciana Berger, Chukka, Sarah Wollaston? I hope so. Please. Uh, yeah, they, yeah. They, they, I think those three in particular were extremely good Stars. when they came across, Brilliant. Uh, and the efforts they put in, particularly to get so close in some of those seats, yeah. where we are not going to just lie back and let them go, again, yeah. those Lib Dems and theirs will keep I'm fighting. I'm sure
1: they'll stay with us. I hope they will. There's a real task for them in building up our party. Um, non-aggression pact and no one else will have them now
0: yeah. uh, Non-aggression pact with Labour and uh, electoral reform I am slightly jaded in the fact that I don't think if Labour gets if Labour gets a sniff of power I don't think they'll reform first past the post
1: They won't do it now most of them no, I think. But you, there might be a difference between an electoral pact with Labour and working with Labour on some of the key yeah, issues yeah. locally and nationally and, and I think we should do that
0: and I think there was an interesting tweet from um, uh, Angela Rayner today where she talked about Labour's rightful place in government. That's the issue. They believe they have a rightful place in government where no party should have that. Yeah. Um, and last but least, um, should we keep as many PPCs as possible? Yeah, I mean, candidates like myself or anyone else who. Not me.
1: No, is that, is that <laughs> it? You don't.
0: But I mean,. I mean, I'm 92, you can't go on to yes. Yeah, we're we're going to go re energize him in the crypt. Um, but I mean, some of the the PPCs will have been disappointed, some of them will be first time, some of them will have come from other parties. It's up to local parties to look after those people. Some people might be really disappointed. Some people, like, I'm just thinking, like, the South Cambridgeshire, um, Ian Solom, mom, Solom, yeah, um, who stood down for Heidi Allen, came back, got, Came back, had a really good result but didn't quite get there. Mm. Protecting and looking after people like Ian to make sure they don't just call it a day. Look, we peaceful.
1: all need a group hug.
0: Yeah,
1: That's the point about having coffee sessions together or going to the pub sometimes. Yeah. We're still a relatively small team. Yeah. The more as a family we look after other members of the family, the better. Wow. Now, you've already said we're finishing this twice. Yeah, Shall I do it this time? No, you can do it, yeah. So we're
0: definitely finishing this time. I've already done most of the stuff, so you can just sign us off. Say goodbye. So it's really it's good to me. join
1: us. It's <laughs> goodbye from him. He's useless, so, but on behalf of John and I, have a really good Christmas and new year. We're going to let you have at least three days off at Christmas, but let's see you back on the 2nd of January with your focus, with your leaflet, with your door knocking. At the end of the day, that's what liberalism is all about. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Merry Christmas.